Los Angeles. You see it at night and it shines. A beacon. People are drawn to it. People and other things. They come for all sorts of reasons. Our reason? To talk about Angel. <laughs> so you just changed that. that last <laughs> yeah. The end was no surprise there. It started with a girl. Okay. It started with tall, dark, and broody. How is your anklet? It just feels better. So much better than it was even when I saw you on Thursday. Okay, great. Um, But it's, yeah, it's like, it's sore. And then I forget that it's hurt. No. And then I take like a weird step and I'm like, oh yeah, no, be careful. Ouchie, ouchie. Um, and usually like uh, the dog that I'm dog sitting at, like I push that dog, not push it, her, but like I want to, I'm like, let's go, let's do something. And then yeah. this time I'm like, Okay, uh, any sign you're tired? Because I, <laughs> I could be done with this walk. What kind of dog is it? Uh, a puggle. Oh, those it's are fun. It's Jen's dog. Oh, those are fun dogs. Yeah. Um, um, Kirby, she's a, she's a delight. As I was walking up the stairs to L&E, mm-hmm. a puggle licked my leg. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's I actually didn't realize it was there, and I was like, ah, what? And then I looked down, what and it was L&E? there. What is L&E? L&E Oyster Bar. It's in Silver Lake. Oh, okay. It's very good. Is it L ampersand E? Mm-hmm. You got it. The way I said it sounded like it was one word. And yeah. I understand that I misled you. I'm no, <laughs> I, I just did. I just didn't know. There's lots of Silver Lake places I'm just not even aware of because mm. I'm I've been in West Hollywood for so long. You've been in West Hollywood for so long. You, I'm sure there are many West Hollywood places that you know. of. Actually, you mentioned them on the reg and I'm like, I don't know. What that place is. There's <laughs> a place you like to go. There's a place you like to go. That's like on around the corner from you. Um, you like to get coffee there or juice. What's the place that you like to go? Where there's coffee or juice? Mm-hmm. Not- Ladybug? Oh, my God. <laughs> is, that, is that the place? <laughs> no, there's no Ladybug. No, I just honestly have no idea. The Den is near my house. Mm-mm. That's not what we're talking about. The- it's like the name of a bug or something. Or Blue Beetle. I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> there is a coffee or juice place? Coffee, juice, or smoothies. Something either healthy or caffeinated is near you. <laughs> and you said that you sometimes like to go like to go there and you mentioned it as if I would know. No, I did right. not know. Mm. McDonald's. This really is our uh, I'm so I'm so caught faceted. Uh this is our newest segment <laughs> of dark, Tall Dark and Broody. Okay, with here's LA the thing. Beat. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Because ah, it's set in LA. It's set in LA. And that opening voiceover about LA. Mm-hmm. Like could have just been talking to us. Yeah, kinda. I oh, mean, he was talking about in a Los Angeles that I don't think you or I live in. Oh no, I think it's where I live. <laughs> it was so good and real. Oh, I had Hello, it. You got the best in my love. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. I feel like we're getting more and more musical as we get more and more. Pcasts under our belt. I think that's true, but I also think there's something in the air with you and I, <laughs> where we are singing a lot everywhere. Yes, like we're singing in social situations. We're, we're yes, singing in, when we do improv. Yes, we're singing. It's a lot. Yeah, I like it. We we sing at work. We sing at home. We <laughs> sing in with friends. We do. <laughs> and we sometimes when I'm texting you about the podcast, I'm singing to myself. I know. I find myself (laughs) singing at random intervals throughout my day, and I assume it's because you're singing somewhere in West Hollywood. Okay. This is totally about us. Okay. Read it. Los Angeles. You see it at night, and it shines. A beacon. 
okay we see lights at night yeah <laughs> they have like those like spotlights in front uh-huh. of like beso totally uh, <laughs> people are drawn to it okay we're people, we're people. we live we here. live here we were drawn here people and other things all right okay i mean yeah sure <laughs> they come for all sorts of reasons yeah that's i feel us. like this could fit any city <laughs> my reason no surprise there it started with a girl yeah i feel like and this might be more deep cast talk mm-hmm. but i think Angel's more hung up on Buffy than Buffy is on Angel right no, now. No, I think so for sure. Like, every blonde he sees. No. Everyone he's, he's, thinking, o- he's only into small blonde women. Yep. That's all he likes. And all he's thinking about is Buffy the whole time. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's really pathetic. It's lame. Angel. Although I was liking um, that he's a little bit sillier. He's oh cracking my God, totally. He's way more humanized. Though I will say um, when he murders Sawyer from Lost in mm-hmm. the first scene, mm-hmm. really fast. Instantly. Uh, there's a whole fight and there's no quipping no. in that fight. And I was like, does Angel never quip? Well, he says it at the at the top, remember? When he's like, um, I don't mean to cut in or something like that. Okay, but that's not witty. No. Like, he doesn't he, like, he's not, sa- I guess maybe he's not sassy. No, he's not he's very He's just chatty. like, hey, I'm here to murder you. Yeah. Girls, With, go away. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> I've got to swoop <laughs> in with my black trench coat and then i will walk slowly out of an alley yes which we get twice in these two episodes there's so much slow walking out of an alley that's his deal i guess so there's definitely a different uh feel i'm getting are you you're blowing up so guess what so i've got all these fucking invoices for this one client okay and they've been like oh i haven't paid yet i haven't paid yet but now they're paying all of them right now so i'm gonna be fucking rich all right so yacht party for fourth of july yeah, yacht party. Have you ever been on a yacht to a yacht party? No. I thought maybe since you'd lived here so long, like somewhere, like your law school through a yacht party or something. No. Um, no, we had a prom thing at the Natural History Museum, which oh, was really fun. fun. It was actually super fun because the yeah. whole place was open to us. That's cool. But then somebody sat on that fish thing <gasps> and broke it. Oh, no. <laughs> you know the fish thing I'm talking about, right? No. Okay, so it's this big humongous fish that they found like okay. that had washed up on the shore like an ancient fish an ancient fish that's in formaldehyde uh-huh. in a glass thing. right have you been in the natural history museum um i have but i don't remember this fish. okay it's, it's just a big just... it's huge it's such a big yeah. fish it's just a big prism yeah and there's a fish inside and it's a glass okay. top and there's wood on the sides and this thing has been there since the museum has opened oh no and i guess some people were getting a little rowdy and a guy lifted up a girl, stuck her on top of that, and the glass cracked. Oh, no. How humiliating would That's you super be? embarrassing. For both of those For people. everybody. Yeah. Everybody involved. For the fish. and this is my demise ultimate indignity (laughs) they were able to repair the top the school paid for it and everything but um did you watch how i met your mother Mm -mm. okay i've thought this before but this just re i you remind me of robin shabatsky from that okay who is kobe smolder's character in wow what a connection i know but there's an episode where they go to a big party Mm mm-hmm at the museum and shenanigans ensue. You know what? I've seen a couple episodes here and there because my parents are always watching. Oh, okay. um, oh it just, the... maybe it's because they miss you. Oh, maybe. So they watch to see. They watch. Really? Robin reminds Well, okay, there's only two girls me. on the show. Okay, so I'm, I'm either her or Alice again. And, and you're Alice not her. Again. You're not no. Alice. Alice again's character is funny, but is very like um, manically 
controlling. Like she's up in other people's business more than you're. You're not really up in other people's business. Nah. Like you want people to handle their business. Oh yeah. But you are not interested in telling people how to handle their business. No. No. I. Like, I don't think. I mean, no. I, unless you have a secret side, I haven't met yet. No, there is a thing where that I will do where like. I want a person to handle their business and I want them to do it in a way that I want them to. Yeah. But I want them to have that idea. So I will plant seeds <laughs> and like guide the eye so that they will then. Okay. Maybe you're a Barney. A Barney? That's Neil Patrick Harris on that show. Oh, he's the sex one. Yep. You're the sex one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> cool. Um, um, who, who are you? I relate to Robin in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but if I'm honest about who I really am, I'm probably more of a Ted. Though he's the lame one. He's like the Ross. Wait, isn't he the sociopath one? Wait, how is he a sociopath? I don't know. People say he's a sociopath. He's a sociopath, not Barney? That he is. Maybe he is. Here's I've never seen the show. He like wants love and all these things. Right. But he also has like these very specific ideas of what he wants from everybody. Okay. And is constantly like having his idea of what people are runs up against what they actually are. Like he has no chill. He's also kind of, he can be very douchey, which I never am consciously trying to be douchey. You're like, not douchey. Thank you. You're welcome. I think sometimes people find certain things about me pretentious, even though oh, I'm never act. I'm never like thinking like, I'm never thinking that I want to be patronizing or condescending to someone, but people can feel that I'm being condescending sometimes. And so then, but if that, but that's one of those things condescending is one of those things it's like it's in the eye of the beholder like if you tell me i'm being condescending then i must be because you're feeling it what i think so i I think if you feel like i'm being patronizing or or being condescending to you then i'm then i then there you're doing something that's causing that feeling. yes exactly like on some level i guess that might be true like i don't have to like flog myself for it Mm -hmm. but everybody's bougie about something that's true and there are things i'm not bougie about i know there's things I'm a little bit I mean, I went to get cold brew instead of iced coffee this morning because I was like, I deserve it. I was <laughs> I was bitching about Lassen's being too bougie. Yeah. While I was eating an acai bowl and drinking <laughs> cold brew. I was like, that place is fucking bougie. And then I was like, oh, you dumb shit. Well, and that's, I think, the difference, the biggest difference between how we do L.A., you and I. Yeah. OK. And our ilk. Yeah. And how Angel does L.A. Because oh, I would absolutely. not say his version of L.A. is very bougie, but ours is kind of bougie. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've drunk a green smoothie in the last 24 hours. You know what? I ran out of my little kale mix that oh, I no! have. Yeah. <laughs> it's tragedy. It's tragedy strikes in Los Feliz. Uh, we don't see any any particular part of Los Angeles. No, though I guess it's supposed to be downtown. And actually, that makes sense because they, they do have like this kind of like gritty, like it's like yeah. very dirty. And the downtown of the early 2000s yeah. was a very different place than it is now. Yes, it's definitely it's gentrified or I don't know if gentrified is the right word, but revitalized a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's definitely changed from like warehousey business only mm-hmm. like dead at night. Right. To. I mean, people go out there. Now. Yeah. It's a place I've to go. There. I've been, out, been there. out there. Everybody's been out there. There's fun. There's fun things to do in in downtown. Though yeah, it is, and this is true about every downtown except for maybe Manhattan, but probably there's parts of Manhattan the same thing. Like on a Sunday afternoon, downtown feels weird because mm-hmm. you can tell you're like, this is off hours. Yeah, like this is not. Even if you're like there and having fun and with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm kind of in a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Like, yes. 
it's just it feels weird mm-hmm. have you heard of um <laughs> we're talking so much about just like local Los i know stuff. i also feel like we i don't know if any of this is our <laughs> whatever it's cool <laughs> I like talking to you. I like talking I to you as well. I haven't to you in a couple days, so. Uh, yeah, we haven't spoken in a couple days. Um, we want to keep it fresh for the, for the cast. Yeah. We don't even look at each other. I know. I feel bad. I should have moved so I could look at you more easily. Yeah, I know. I don't care. I'm looking <laughs> nah, at you just fine. No, no. No, no. Have I heard of? Smorgasburg. So it used to be only in Brooklyn, but they have one here now. Okay. And it's every Sunday. Okay. And it is a huge like vendor thing in um, uh, some park. It's like outdoors, but mm-hmm. they have like so many dope looking foods. Okay, let's go. We should go. It's every yeah. Sunday. We should okay. go sometime after. I love this podcasting because we do record on Sunday mornings, guys. We record on Sunday mornings, and sometimes we go get food after. Sometimes, mm-hmm. not today. I'm sorry, Ryan. I know. I was really hoping you were gonna be a veil, but it's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't do a good job this weekend. Whatever this is, so not podcast talk. But I didn't do a good job this weekend of beyond like I'm dog sitting, be like making appointments for myself. Mm. So I've kind of just been letting plants come to me, and so far no plants have come to me. So now <laughs> I sort of feel like I got to go like be more active. Yeah, but well, yeah. especially on a weekend like this weekend. I know that's the thing is like I've had casual conversations with lots of people, mm. and everyone has plants. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so um. it keeps being like, oh. So I guess I think I need to be more active to find my because ha- I'm sure I have friends who don't have plans this afternoon who would want to go to the dog park with me. I'm sure. I just have to find them. They're not finding me so far. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in this oh. like it's but it's easy to like because I was because I I meta analyze my own feelings a lot. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, was I do like, as well. Am I being lo- like a sad lonely person? Am I a sad lonely person or am I letting myself? Uh, like, am I, uh, what are you, like, indulging mm. this idea of being a set? Because honestly, I bet if I did send a group, not a group text, because that would be a little weird, but if I sent mm. texts to different people, somebody would hang out with me today. I'm sure. But what if I try and no one does? Right. Then I'll be as lonely as Cordelia. The lonely as Cordelia. Oh my God, that apartment is not that different than how I felt when I first moved here. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, my first apartment. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of TLC. She could yeah, she could turn no. that place around. 100%. Buffy made a, an apartment work in Los Angeles. Buffy's place Buffy's was place cute. Was so much cuter than Cordelia. Yeah, she had like a cute little quilt on her bed. Uh, when Cordelia Cordelia's well, just a messy girl. Cordelia is a messy girl, and she also is not a person who like knows how to take care of herself and like do that kind of. No thing. way. Um. Okay, but we probably are we still? <laughs> should we get into the episodes? Do we have like yeah. a? Do we have enough? We haven't had a button. Uh, oh. Uh, Maybe you should just make a beautiful stage picture. That was an inside joke for six people who aren't. Who also, it's like a podcast. visual joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how we would do that. I don't know how we would do that auditorily. Like, uh... So I guess what we're saying is Angel lives downtown. We are. He must. You know where, you know where I think he lives? Where? Like by Bestia, <laughs> this is so fucking inside. <laughs> like in the warehousey kind of district. Yeah, like, uh, like kind of by um, like if you're starting to go towards Boyle Heights. Okay. Like he lives like over there. I think. Yeah. Like not not was- in the hip part. Oh, but also again, we're thinking of like a a 15 year ago but his Los building Angeles. Feels like a building that's been there for a hundred years. Absolutely. Like his building doesn't feel like uh, it was thrown up. No, he's in not in one century. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, he's definitely in one of those early Los Angeles. Yeah. 
that he has not quite gotten down how to protect the building from sun. Which you yeah. think that'd be like step one? Step one. Curtains. Curtains. Get those. Look, that other guy, that oh rich God. dude, has it on lockdown. He is <laughs> set up. <laughs> um, but we're okay. Did you notice that in the credits there were only three people? I know it is crazy. It's so crazy. It's almost like not an ensemble show. No, there's only three people. No, it, like it, I, I was so like I was just like, is this even a show? Like, <laughs> what is this? Uh, well, there's people, yeah, and I was like, when does this? Per-? In my head, I was like, I thought all of these people are there. Are there? There is one person that comes, like, I think becomes like a regular player, but is not like a cat, like listed at the top as a like regular cast member ever. No, but in, in, this, in season, this season, yeah, he comes later. I think. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's definitely more people coming, but it is it is right now very much an angel show. Yeah. It's not an ensemble drama. No, it's just about him, really. It's kind of, and it also, oh my God, we're doing so much pre-talk. Uh, but mm. it's also like, uh, it feels like Magnum P.I. or um, or The Rockford Files. It feels like an hour-long drama for adults. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like a teen show This anymore. is not a teen show. No, it doesn't feel, it doesn't even feel like a light Horror no, comedy. It's like, like who is this those... aimed at? It's like aimed it's at weird. like it's the people who like Charmed. Yeah, it's like my it's mom. Like Charmed, but less cheese. I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but it's not. It's a little. It's like a moodier Charmed. Is how it feels right yeah. now. Yeah, which is Charmed a reference that most people get. I Everybody know, but... knows Charmed. Okay. Everybody knows Charmed. Shannon O'Doherty. Piper. Uh, Prue. Okay, interesting. You're naming the people. <laughs> I'm naming the actors. Holly Marie Combs. Holly Marie- <laughs> Piper Prue and Holly Marie Combs. <laughs> no, they all had P names. Piper, yeah, Piper Prue. Prue uh, did, there were four because then Rose well, McGowan came. Rose McGowan replaced Shannon O'Doherty. Yeah, but it wasn't. So <laughs> wait, did you call her Shannon O'Doherty? What's her name? Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. What did I? Why, oh, I'm all like in a Irish mood because of because uh, <laughs> of Glenn Quinn. Is he Irish or Scottish? I don't know. He's cute. He is cute. I remember having a crush on him the oh, first totally. time I saw the show. I had a crush on him when he was Mark on uh, Roseanne. Did you watch Roseanne ever? No, but okay. I am looking back on it because I've seen episodes and yeah. now realizing that he was on that show. Yeah. So he was the oldest daughter, Becky's boyfriend. He was like her bad boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then they ran away together. And I remember like she was like 17 mm-hmm. and she was a good student and stuff. And she just like was in love and wanted to be with him. Yeah. So she left with him. And I remember as a child being so like shocked and upset <laughs> that this happened on a, on a sitcom that I was watching. I was just like, no, but she has to come home. Oh like, my God. What do you mean? She's running away. So she can't she run, run away. away forever. Does she come back? Uh, she comes back, but she comes back like married and she comes to him back, mm-hmm, to Mark. And they stay married. I think the rest of the season series. And then, she, and then she becomes Sarah Chalk. They change out the actress. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, because I think the real, the regular actress went to college, real okay. life college. Real life uh, college. But yeah, so it was, it was a very like, it was very shocking to me because mm-hmm. I mean, sitcoms that kids watch, you maybe get close to making a mistake like that, but you don't yeah. actually at seventeen run away from home, drop out of school, and marry your boyfriend. That doesn't Seventh Heaven doesn't. What's her name? Run away. Which one? Jessica Beale? She runs away, doesn't she? She like stops being on the show. At I least. thought she went to college. Oh, is that it? Maybe and then they were just away. like, goodbye. She got in trouble for TPing the gym. 
Yeah. And that was when she went through her rough yeah. patch. I remember Seventh Heaven being very like when they got into rough patches, it was like so innocuous. Yeah. I think Simon <laughs> ran away and lived with a girl, but mm-hmm. I even ran away. I think he was like 19. Okay. And not... he went and lived with Ashley Simpson. Oh, interesting. Uh, you're be... unsure about this. I'm unsure. I know Ashley Simpson was around. Okay. This is I our think next he did make segment. Out there was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> early 2000s talk. WB. <laughs> vague memories of the WB. Wow. Right? That's a good segment name. I, um, we're just coming with them. Go, 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 go. go. Uh, uh, but so, yeah, I mean, this, this loss, this show is so like, I remember thinking like this show is not for teens. No. Like, especially when they're, I guess this is more the second episode when they're like hanging out in that bar that everybody fucking Uh, hates. Yeah. That club, I guess. Yeah. The singles bar. Yeah. Okay. Let's start from the first episode. All right. So yeah, the first episode is called City of because... Los Angeles is often called the City of Angels. And Angel is the lead in the show. The show is also called Angel. Okay. I know that you're like purposely being like really breaking it down, uh, but I did not <laughs> make that connection. <laughs> what, you just thought it was like a... I mean, the title, the title for the next one is lame. So like some of these titles... Mm-hmm. The titles in this show, I think it's part of the like darker, moodier, not as playful... Thing. Yeah, and they're like kind of cheesy because noir is kind of cheesy, and that's yes. definitely the feel they're going for oh in this. Very hard. They are, and it's funny because like since this came out in the intervening years, there have been a lot of like L.A. noir, like modern noir mm-hmm. things. Like you think of Drive, or you think of the the movie Drive or the movie Brick, mm-hmm. or um, even some parts of Veronica Mars had mm-hmm. it, and they those all came in a much different way of doing noir mm-hmm. whereas this is so uh, i feel like it's so traditional in some ways yeah like they're not trying to have like a uh, i don't know what that word is like that retro there's no neon lights there's no like yeah it doesn't feel modern no and it it yeah there's definitely like more of a just like classic noir mm-hmm. feel to it than like postmodern noir yeah um yeah, I mean, there are some things that are a little bit ham-fisted yeah. with the show, and probably because it's such a genre-heavy, genre mm-hmm. with, with a, a genre that is so, like, um, it affects dialogue, yeah. it affects, like, like there's a lot of voiceover. Yes. Uh, so, and it's interesting, too, to ha- to see a lot more of the, like, damsel in distress, mm-hmm. like, femme fatale sort of yes. situation. We have a femme fatale in the very first episode. Yes. Who, I mean, she's there for like a second. I mean, but. she's there until she dies. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. She dies. I know. Which that is uh, giving us something that's quite different than what Buffy, the show, would give us. Yeah. Or even most, uh, especially things aimed at younger people, but a lot of shows would have him being a hero in that first episode. But he fails. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, gets, he gets a really great moment late, late in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, can he fly? It was pretty fucking cool yeah but he he's not able to protect tina no he's not um Um, and actually like it's part of not only is it like it's not something that he does mm -hmm. that causes her to leave it's like a part of him that he's always been trying to escape um that causes her to leave yes and i mean it, it like kind of mirrors his 
perceived failings with Buffy. Yes. Where he's like, oh, it's like this thing about me that like it means that we can't be mm-hmm. together and like it's causing this failure. Right. Kind of see that happen again here with Tina. Absolutely. And his relationship with Tina is also like, or the whole, the episode, and I think the show in general, and this is definitely a, a noir thing, of he's just one man trying to do good. Mm-hmm. And the system and the city and everything is stacked against him. Mm-hmm. And he's doing he what he can, but there's no way he can win the war. No. Because everything, like the powers, the power, not the powers that be, because that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But the power structure mm-hmm. is so against. He's just one guy. And he's one guy who isn't even pure of heart. He's yeah. not blessed. He's not as in the same way that Buffy is the chosen one. He's not like, no. he's just doing the best he can. And now, uh, yeah. And that is a theme that, because we've seen the series before, mm-hmm. is prevalent till the very end. Yes. Like for sure. I mean, it ham- it's hammered home at the very end. <laughs> um, but I guess it's one of those things. Did you ever hear that like parable? My mom used to have a, a little magnet that had this story okay. on it. So it's like this guy is like walking along the beach and he's like throwing starfish into the ocean. You know this one? Oh, wait. I thought we were going to do the Jesus carrying you one. Oh, my mom had that one, too. <laughs> as soon as you're like on the beach, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh the Jesus thing. <laughs> I know that thing. OK, um, no, he's throwing starfish. Yeah, he's he's like picking up these starfish that have washed up and throwing them back in the water. And um, <sighs> so dumb. I don't even think my mom even knows what this story is about or ascribes to the moral of it. But whatever. Um, and then this other guy comes up and he's like. Uh, hey, um, you can't save all of these starfish. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter in yeah. the in the large scale of things. Mm-hmm. And the guy like picks up one starfish and he's like, "It matters to this one." Yeah, and throws it in, which is a very like angel way. Yes, of dealing with right, isn't there? And there's some line like, "To the world, you're nothing, but to one person, you you're can the be wor- everything." Yeah. yeah, or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some fucking bullshit. No, but it's true. Like the the small things. That's all you can do, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are Gandhi. Some yeah. people are Mother Teresa. Some people are that powerful. But for most of us, it's the small things that you can do in life that are the measure of the positive impact that you have. Sure. Yeah. No. Totally. It's not. You know. It's not always that you can affect policy or you can win a war. But can you help people? Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think it's interesting because throughout the series, we will see Angel kind of torn between like Mm -hmm. having a bigger impact and like going towards this like greater calling, but then also on the small scale, the things that he can actually do to help. Well, and it's interesting because when we meet Angel in the episode, we first meet him, he's pretending to be drunk. Mm -hmm. And. Oh, Angel, here's the thing. I, we've talked smack on David Boreanaz's acting before. Yeah. I do feel like this is Angel being a bad actor. Yeah, I think so But it's so sometimes too. hard to tell. But in this, I think it was Angel's just not that good. Because right. like, I feel like Angelus would have been able to be drunk so oh. much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is just Angel because we see later that he is like very bad at dealing with yeah. people. He is super awkward. Oh, God. I, I'm trying to save up so many thoughts for the Lonely Hearts episode because I have so many thoughts about it. Okay. But in this, we open up. He's fake drunk and he's talking about a girl and there's a blonde in the corner and we're Mm. like, oh, geez, Louise. Mm -hmm. And then um, he confronts a bunch of vampires, including, as mentioned before, Sawyer from Lost. Mm -hmm. Not quite as cute as he is on Lost, but still a hunky dude. It's fine. I mean, it's one scene. Yeah. And then he's dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. but it's weird because it's not clear before Doyle shows up at his office what Angel's plan is. 
Yeah. To just hang out in bars and look for vampires, which I guess is sort of Buffy's style, mm-hmm. right? I mean, she is, she doesn't actively look for trouble. Mm-hmm. She just kind of like notices trouble and investigates it. Mm-hmm. Her style is, this sounds bad to say about her, but it's kind of passive. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the model he's using, but it just is like, Angel, you're just going to hang out yeah. in dark bars hoping a vampire shows up? And I think that was his plan, right? Because he doesn't know. Yeah, that's he, true. He's, he's just figuring like, it out. He's just like, I'm going out to LA. I'm like finding my footing here. Yes. This is a new city for me. Um, I guess I'll just sit here. I'll I'll go to this bar. Vampires like bars. I can right. try to do something there. That's what he's. That's what he's used to. Right. Is I guess like fighting evil on a small scale. Yes. Sometimes on a large scale. Sometimes on a large scale, but it is like part of it is he was on a hellmouth. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the evil came to him. Mm-hmm. But, luckily, <laughs> Doyle shows up, mm-hmm. <laughs> adds some levity, because mm-hmm. there were not a lot of jokes before Doyle no. got there. Uh, also, to do a lot of exposition. So much. So much. <laughs> like, okay, I so I was like, if I were Angel, I would have been like, yeah, I know. That's my like, life. Why? I, I, I lived it. Like, I don't, you don't need to tell me. I get it. You know who I am. I guess if the show... Here's the thing. This show aired right after Buffy... Mm-hmm. season four episode one and it was probably mostly at this point at least at that point at least mostly watched by people who would watch buffy mm-hmm. so why do you have you do not have to explain all this that you don't have to now <laughs> in, on tnt maybe you have to explain yeah because angel was on it might still be it's on tnt for years and years, mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. um in syndication maybe it was because like we want to see all this stuff through his lens sure I did, guess. Did you get annoyed that some of the flashbacks were out of order from the story? Like oh, there were a bunch of like yeah. things that were supposed to be before, like early in season two, but they were showing pictures in season three. And I was like, uh, that kiss happened after he came back. Also, oh. the, uh, and this is not a big one, but in my mind, when Doyle's telling of the story is that Angel went evil because he, sl- he had sex with Buffy, mm-hmm. which they're more explicit about like yeah. the orgasm part of it in yeah. this than they are Buffy, but says that. And then he's like, and so you realize the noble thing to do was to to leave town. I'm like, yeah, after a year. Yeah, no. He uh, did. Uh, no, he uh, didn't. A smash cut to you leaving town? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> like, you were, like, treading water in Sunnydale for a, a while. while. And you guys were pretending to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. Joyce had to tell you to yeah. go. Like, don't Ugh. don't play this game. Like, But, I mean, for Angel's self-story, it's probably better to remember it that way. It's just embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing that he hung out a year hanging out with a high school senior. so embarrassing. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) And then she went to college and he had to leave town. It was too much. (laughs) (laughs) It just seemed like she was, like, starting this new life without him. Um, Um, And then, so essentially, Doyle says, hey, I'm a magic receptionist. mm -hmm. I'm going to take calls from the powers that be. Mm -hmm. And there's a really cute moment. I guess we hadn't talked about the powers that be at all before. Mm-hmm. But when uh, when Doyle says, I, I get these messages from the powers that be. And then Angel goes, what? The powers that be what? I was like, oh, that's, oh, really that's cute. cute. Yeah, there were a lot of cute misunderstanding things. Yes. Both for Angel and later Cordelia. Yes. Also, okay, that knife. Do you remember him picking up a, a knife? The um, so Doyle's like fucking around yeah. with shit on his shelf. And he like uh-huh. picks up this knife and it mm-hmm. makes like a shing sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I've seen a lot of those knives used in movies. Okay. It just looks like it's like as dull as this pen. Right. Like it is like it's like a it's just a, a tube. Right. How is that a knife? 
I think it's you a just, prop knife because you you don't ever because they're on movies. I think, they, but it looks so fake. I agree. It's like and if, so when round. We make our movie. Yeah, it will not be in our movie. No. Oh, maybe it's a maybe it's a lance like a. But it's so short. It has like a short little handle, but then it has point, two prongs. Right, but the point it's oh, do you mean it's like uh, the uh, Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Why yeah. are those? No, not- it's for poking. It's not what for do you, slicing. What do you do? You poke someone with it, but you it doesn't someone. seem pokey at the end. It's not sharp at the end. It's round. It's do you not, think that's a movie thing? I think it's a movie thing. I think you're supposed to be able to poke people with it. Also, I think you can catch weapons with it. <laughs> wait, I wish a lot of Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty okay. sure you can catch weapons with it. Catch weapons? Like, oh. it's a defensive thing. <laughs> not like, catch. <laughs> no, but like, catch the sword. Like, I can stop Yeah, you can you. stop it. So but it's I, a defensive and offensive yes. thing. Great. Um, Okay. I think. That's what I think. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think. Was that Michelangelo? Yeah. Maybe, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it was him. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was our weapons talk. There were a lot of guns in Angel, more so than in Buffy. Yes. There were way more guns. There's way more murder. There's way more people yeah, dying. Yeah, people die. Um, and and it's, a, it's a very central thing that happens, yeah. not incidentally. It also, I mean, we see cops at Tina's, but like the cops don't seem that worried about the murders Mm-mm. in a way that when there's straight up murder in Sunnydale, mm-hmm. people seem to care more or more yeah. surprised. But LA, it's that big bad city thing yeah listen murders are a dime a dozen in la okay if you were working at a cafe as a waitress okay and angel just sat there staring at you Uh uh-huh and then caught your cup yeah would you what how do you how do you think you would react to his moves that he makes that scene okay all right so there's a lot happening here there's a lot happening so when he catches the cup i would be like i would probably be like yeah, I like, would have been really excited. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, damn, you're that's so cool. <laughs> I would have been like, can we test you? Yeah, I would have like been like, let's catch some more shit. Yeah, right. Um, And then some of his like, what does he, doesn't he ask her if she needs saving or is that someone else he asks? He asks a lot of people that <laughs> these two episodes. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he says to her. He is like, he asks when she gets off work. Mm-hmm. He, she looks lonely. Yeah, he's asked her if she's, I think he asked her if she's scared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a thing to ask. No wonder she comes out with the pepper spray. Because, like, that's yeah. a that's a loaded question. It was kind of cool that she came out dressed up like yeah. a babe. Yeah. And she's with the pepper spray. Yeah, with the pepper spray. Uh, but, yeah, he goes there because Doyle's like, Tina, 5 p.m., yes. coffee shop, safe her. Which, by the way, the coffee shop is called coffee, coffee shop. Isn't it called coffee spot? Coffee spot. Or does it just say coffee shop? Because otherwise, oh no, I'm, coffee spot. You're okay, right. Okay, because like if it was co- coffee shop, there are a lot of coffee shops in LA. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's coffee, like coffee spot. spot. Coffee spot. And and this is my total like, I don't know, my perspective as having worked sort of in service a little bit. But when she's like begging for her another shift at the, I'm like, you're not going to make that many tips at your coffee shop mm-hmm. job. Like, you must be hard up for money. Yeah, she's hard up. Also, I felt bad for her when she was like, oh, those come out of my paycheck. That's illegal. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. That's the kind of thing a club like me should know. Mm-hmm. You could have saved yourself some wages. So, so many wages. So many wages. <laughs> um, uh, but she's like, I got to go to this party. Yeah. And he's like, cool. 
It's an L.A. party. It's an L.A. party. And they're in, I wrote down, 90s Contempo Hell. Oh, my God. Because that fucking place they go to with the, like, the, like, black tube uh, railings yeah. with the white. It is a very, like, Malibu Barbie 1999 yeah. Ugh. house. Yes. It's also the kind of party that I know exists. Mm-hmm. currently but i don't want to go to no i've i've never been to one of those parties eh. yeah i think i have but it's like i've been to one yeah but i, I, I could go i can I, leave it's yeah, just like it was, i'm like oh is there food i'll go to the food yeah. and then i'm going i this is not for me yeah are there any is there a crudite plate is, oh all the women here are wearing bandage dresses okay oh my uh, god. this yes. might not be my scene yes oh my god um but angel's car is kind of dope yeah. Oh, I love that he jumped into the wrong car. Yeah. Okay. That was really cute. Can I also say, and I've never had this thought before, but I think I will as long as the credits look like this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the credits, when he's driving and night in his convertible, mm-hmm. it makes me think of Entourage. And every time my brain goes, oh, oh yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it reminds you. Yeah, it looks like that. Oh, um, uh, yeah. It's not, I guess, as nice as that car. Because that car has doors that open the wrong way in the back. Yeah. Which yeah. That's I mean, pretty dope. That's pretty dope, bro. Um, but no, when he jumps in the wrong car, it's an amazing moment. It's very cute. It's also a very impractical car for a fucking vampire. Yeah, so only at night. <laughs> he, you know what? He did a hard, a hard 180 from his old car, which is a completely blacked out. What was his car? It was, it's a long time ago when he was oh. spying on Buffy. Oh, yes. But I thought that was, uh, oh, was that what's his name? Face's car. Yeah. What's that dude? <laughs> Whistler. Whist- Whistler. Whistler. Yeah. Whistler's um. car. Okay. Well. Well, he, yeah, but you're right. It's a very different car. Yeah, it's very different than Spike's car too. Oh yes, very different than Spike's car. Um, um, but yeah, that party did not look very fun. No. Oh my god, the idea of like making all your food themed to be stars because all the girls at the party want to be actresses. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's such an embarrassing That's party. So pathetic. That's so pathetic. I mean, that woman is horrible. We find Margo out she's sucks. a... I wrote that down. Margot Margo sucks. She sucks. She's, she's, she's like terrible. a madam mm-hmm. who feeds people to their death. Yeah. She's the worst. She's really bad. Um, But so this is a big Los Angeles party. Someone... Yeah. There, a man comes up to Angel, tells him he should be uh, a star. Yes. Although, okay. actually, I, I think he was discovered in that way. Someone approached him. I think that's true. A lot of really... He's very handsome. He's very handsome. And I, I could totally see it. I could see it. I could see it. Um, he... It also has the thing... And they're in both... There's these weird no homo moments. In yeah. both episodes. Where the guy's like... And this one I don't think was a no homo. It was more like, I have a husband. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm dating a landscape yeah, architect. Yeah, I'm in a very committed relationship with a landscape architect. Um, So I think that that little man... Yeah. Was... Yeah. Hitting on him. Was sort of... Was hitting on him. Yeah. Um... But the whole thing like, oh, I'm not hitting on you. Yeah. And then in the next episode, there's he was a like, similar. He, he was like, I promise I'm not hitting on you to that guy. When he's... Yeah. I saw that. I was like, like, I, you don't need that. No, because who we know Angel's. I don't think Angel's gay. No. And what if he was? So what, what if he starts kissing boys? That's fine. That's fine. Who cares? He can do that. It's within his. He, um, I it just was a weird. I mean, I get like at the time visibility of gay care like nobody was talking about that stuff this is a this is a friends era thing where the punchline is they're gay yeah she's lesbian 
laugh track. Like Which, it's a very dated thing, and it's, it's yeah, it comes off so like I don't know. It leaves a bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, it doesn't. It did not age well. No, though at the time it's hard to like. It's hard to be mad at the people of the time because they were from another time. Yeah, and it wasn't. You know, it it wasn't as egregious as it could have been. Yeah, it's true. I don't think, and I don't think any of the jokes here are homophobic so much as they're like, they're like they're that, tone deaf. Yeah, That's exactly. It. Okay, so. After that encounter where he mm-hmm. and he's being like, I'm not an actor. I'm not an actor. And it's like, all right. All right. We got it. 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 He sees a familiar backside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's Cordelia's. Cordy. Um, who claims to be living in Malibu, mm-hmm. which that was the first red flag. Yeah. Like, no, you're no, not. You're not. That's, a, that's such a lie. It's such a Learn lie. Learn how to lie, Say Cordelia. Santa Monica, sweetie. Yes. Someone might believe you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe. Say Brentwood. People would believe yes. you for sure. <laughs> Say Koreatown. We will all believe you. <laughs> yes. East Hollywood. We believe you. <laughs> I'm just like, let's get more and more specific to <laughs> things yeah. that people will only understand. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Um, but yeah, so she's living in, she's saying she lives in Malibu. And she also says a line that is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard a human say. Oh. She started acting to make some quick cash. Yep. Cool. In Los Angeles. Like, maybe there's a city where, like, you could sign up to work in commercials for... Qu- yeah, like you local can't commercials. Ma- you don't... Be- pe- no one in LA became an actor to make some quick, quick cash, cash. Unless... Porn? Yep. Yep. That's the only kind of quick cash acting mm-hmm. that is available in Los Angeles. Yeah. You can become an actress for other reasons. Yeah. But, like, nobody here is an actor to make some quick money. It's not quick money. No. Porn. Damn. She doesn't realize that's what it sounds like. No, I don't think she realized what it sounds like. I'm sure the writers probably weren't even thinking that. And it is a lie. That's, I mean, we know that now. Mm-hmm. She is lying when she says she became an actor for quick cash. Mm-hmm. But it's like, come up with some better lies, Cordelia. Yeah, seriously. There's a lot of really embarrassing things happening in these Cause, two episodes. Because she could have said something like his. Like, she's been like, I was at a party and a guy approached me and he's like he wanted to be my agent and it was just so great like something mm-hmm. like that i didn't even expect it i didn't even expect it but t- saying that you became an actor for the quick cash mm. no you didn't oh god um yep yeah uh and then angel saves tina for some, from some mean guys yeah he's like get in the car <laughs> and he pistol whips a dude yep he's ready to fight yeah um, and he's then he takes tina to his Pretty beast basement apartment. Yeah. Yeah. He's had some time to decorate it. He's yeah. Like, it's got, got up all his walls. weapons. Yeah. His weapons are on the wall. It's very like industrial, but also homey. Yeah. Like I, I dig it. I liked it. Um, His bed is like front and center in the room. Yeah. No. You walk in. You know it's, what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> I see that bed. Um, <laughs> Tina braids her hair. She yeah. looks like Buffy from the alternate yeah. re- reality. Yeah. Yeah. He's into it. <laughs> he's totally into it. He's like, call me puppy. But no, I mean, and then, and here's the thing, is really the the metaphor or like the, what the show, this episode of the show was about Buffy, I mean, sorry, was about Angel trying to save a prostitute. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what the actual show was about. But we pretended like it was this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But she offers her body to him Mm -hmm. in exchange for his help. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
in a very resigned way that led. It was really sad. It was really sad. And so she's like hooker with a heart of gold. Yep. Now she's dead. Can't be saved. She's dead. Yep. Which. It was upsetting. Apparently in the original script, after he finds her body, she's bleeding and he like, like licks some of her blood. Ew. He like becomes overcome because of his bloodlust. Yeah. Because he hasn't drank blood in a long time. Yeah. Well, no, he's drunk blood recently. Oh, Buffy. That's what I thought the implication was. Oh. That if he hadn't drunk blood for a long time, he would be better. But because he... Oh, human last, blood. He had human blood recently. Like, it's still... Right, he's like, like, he's still I'm, jonesing. Okay. That, I don't know. I could be wrong. No, that makes sense. But that's what I got. That makes sense. Because remember when what's it, when uh, Doyle's like, when was the last time you had blood? And he's like, Buffy. 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 Um, and then Cordy, because she was at that party... Mm-hmm. Gets pulled in to yep. a bad situation at. I didn't write this guy's name down. Was it Neither Richard? I. Um, like I know that Stacy was his uh, muscle, hired muscle. Yeah, Stacy is. I feel like men named Stacy are never like. Uh, they're always like hypermasculine uh-huh. in fiction. I don't know any real. Stacey's. Also, men named Lindsay. Hypermasculine. I mean, he's he's cute. You don't think Lindsay is kind of is pretty masculine? He's pretty like actually, you know what? He has a, he's pretty. In that suit and stuff, like I yeah. feel like he I mean, I think we know more of him than we I saw think in this episode. Right. But in this episode, I think he seems very like um like he gets manicures. Oh, yeah, he's a you fancy know what I mean? like, boy. He, yeah. Like he's well kept. Um Russell. Is, Russell's his Russell's name. Russell's his name. Um and he, he has Cordy in his in his house, and he, she figures out he's a vampire. That was so funny. It was so cute when she's like, "You're a vampire," and he's like, "What? No, no. I'm not. Uh, no." She, she's like, "You're a vampire," and I'm in your heavily fortressed house, yeah, with uh. no one else around. Um, it was cute, and it also Angel breaks it, or Angel and Doyle drive up in the convertible. Angel subdues the guard, and rather than opening the gate, he hops over. He hops <laughs> just over. Click open. Yeah, you're in the guard you're, tower. He, your arm is in there while you're like punching that guy. Yeah, just bring open the gate. Over would have solved so many problems. Instead, he wants to like hop up, like a cat man. I think he likes being a cat man. He loves to be a cat man. In the next episode, he tries to be Batman. He does. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it was so good when he's just like standing on that <laughs> rooftop. Well, also when he, oh my god, oh when, when he, he shoots, shoots the, the thing, thing the, the little r- batarang or gra- whatever, the, the grappling grappling hook. hook, and he, oh god, that was so embarrassing. I think that's what I, I think that's the show that the show becomes in the show that I really like. Yes, is that like Angel is this like, and even we're calling this show Tall, Dark, and Broody because yes, that's what's like that's the surface of what's happening, but there's like a goofiness mm-hmm. and like a humanity underneath it mm-hmm. that's props that up because it is it does like look at it i know that this is a genre show but it does look at it kind of uh uh realistically in that like if a guy was really trying to be this like tall dark and broody Uh he has to kind of know he has to be reminded that this is an affectation yes exactly it's so funny yeah when he Um, shoots that grappling hook that was so funny was probably my favorite part of um did you notice that the vampire makeup is like more contoury yeah it's like it's (laughs) Yeah. It's like a Kim K Kardashian. Oh, and we the quick moment that we get of Doyle is pretty cool. Because, like, Doyle is half demon. Mm -hmm. So when he sneezes, I guess. Is that what happened? Yeah, I wrote, was that sneeze fake? Because he's like... Like, he wanted to show that You're not human. 
you're a demon. And he was like, I'm not. And then he's like, achoo. On my, on my mom's mo- father's side. Because my mom's a demon. Know. I remember being like, all right, buddy. You you really sneezed right then. But the visual of it was cool. It was cool. It popped out and then yeah. he like shook it and it went yeah, away. Yeah, shook it away. Yeah. Um, and I also like that in this, in the way that in other, and I, sorry, we won't talk about Buffy every time, but in Buffy we have like the evil, you know, we had the evil mayor last season and we have the principal who like screws you up. Mm-hmm. In this we have a law firm. Mm-hmm. That we meet in this episode, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of evil lawyers, mm-hmm. Wolfram and Hart. Mm-hmm. And after the confrontation, Buffy, I'm sorry, oh my god, um, Angel, Angel, and Doyle and mm-hmm. Cordelia escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel goes into a meeting mm-hmm. with Evil Russell. Yeah, mediated by the lawyers. Um, and the lawyers offer him a, a proposal. They offer him money. I don't remember. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was so, it was this morning. Um, I was making coffee. And they, they're just like, this is just, this is how it is. Chinatown, Jack. And he's like. Yeah, it was very, it's Chinatown, Jack. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, guess what? And he kicks the vampire through a window. Yeah, because they were like, he can't be burned through this window because it's like UV, mm-hmm. whatever. And he says, can you fly? Yeah. Um, And the way he it's funny because when he kicks him, it doesn't look like he kicks him that hard. Yeah. It's just kind of like, whoa, like across the room, but no. blasts right through that glass. Right through the glass and he burns up before he hits the That's ground. That's cool. That was cool. And just the chair, mm-hmm. the dusty chair falls on the ground. That was yes. cool. Um, So if the episode had ended there, it would have ended with me being so happy. I wrote, oh my God, awesome. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked The episode that. doesn't. We get another Mm-mm. scene. And in that scene, Doyle calls Cordy a stiffener. That was gross. So gross. That was really gross. So gross. That's so gross. <laughs> Stiffener. Who said Ew. that? Oh, uh, is that some like Irish thing or Scottish no. thing? Whatever he is. Maybe. But even so, like. But I feel like people are more vulgar there and it doesn't like they call people cunts all the time. But they're not sure. I still think it's it's like a g- gross way to talk about the only female character on the show. Oh yeah, like it's like I feel like at that point Angel should have been like, hey, okay, we need to just talk about how talk you talk about, about Cordy. Like you can't, she's a person. Yeah. You can't. Here's the thing, also about Cordy, and she is now just an adult. Yeah, we're not pretending she's no, eighteen we are anymore. Agreeing that she is a thirty-two-year-old <laughs> beautiful woman. <sighs> Well, I mean, she lost her job at the newspaper after graduation. Yeah, she, so yeah. she had to move to L.A. She had to move to L.A. She doesn't have enough to eat. But she gets very excited about making Angel's work, Angel's mission into a business. Mm-hmm. Angel Investigations. She even has business cards made up. Yeah, that's cute. They're cute. I thought they were cute. And I thought it was like cute and resourceful of her to do that. Yes. And to try and be like the logistics person of this 100% operation. She's like, okay, I have a, I have a mission. I'm going to do it. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, she's there partially because she doesn't have anywhere else to go, mm-hmm. but she's going in full force. And she knows how to be a charmer because when she she's is. like, and I'll do this. And she's like, that is if you need me. Yeah. If you'll have me. And like that was a good like vulnerability. Yeah. But also like she knew she was doing that. Yeah. She knew what's up. She knew. And Angel, the way he smiles at her is really cute, too, because he's is. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Get on board. I think, and he ne- he needs her kind of energy. Of course he Because he does. would just curl into a cocoon of broody angst. Well, yeah, I mean, without her and Doyle, he just sits in the dark. 
he <laughs> alone literally. literally just sits in the dark <laughs> alone um and that brings us to the second episode mm-hmm. called lonely hearts in which okay this one was a little ham-fisted this episode i mean me. these two episodes i don't think would rank in my top 29 episodes <laughs> of this I should have said 30. <laughs> I don't like these are not my favorite Angel episodes. No. I think the whole first season, it takes a little bit of time. It's finding its footing. It's finding its footing. So this episode is certainly part of that. Part of it, too, I think, is the show has not taught me what um, what it wants me to take seriously. Yeah. Especially like I felt like the scenes between the demon and his victims mm-hmm. felt like I understood what was happening and the, like the subtext and the, di- the dynamics. The scenes between Angel and Kate, I couldn't tell what was happening. I know. Are they flirting? Is Angel pretending to be awkward? Is she pretending to be awkward? Mm-hmm. Do they think they like each other? Are they repeating lines? Are they like it? The subtext was like, I couldn't tell what the subtext was. Right. So it was hard to care mm-hmm. about it. It was like, because it didn't feel like two people falling in love or two people attracted to each other or two people intrigued by each other. Yeah. Yeah. And for what you can kind of tell the show is yeah. supposedly trying to do, like, you're like, okay, I think she maybe is supposed to be a love interest, but there isn't enough interest on either of their ends. Right. But she's so annoyed when he's talking to someone else. Yeah. So, like, I mean, is she, she annoyed or is she I mean, like, she does, does she ask he's him the to killer? Come, she does ask him to come home and sleep with her. But doesn't she think he's the killer? I don't think she's like, let's go to somewhere quiet because she thinks he's the killer. I don't know. I felt like she wanted to handcuff him and take him away well then why doesn't she just handcuff him i don't think until he gets into the bar fight she's suspicious of him okay (laughs) i think i don't know that's the thing it's like it's too it's too obtuse like and you know i was watching with my notebook like i was focusing Mm -hmm. and i just couldn't tell like in a macro way i guess it's good that he's making a connection in the police department they also just, yeah, I think that there's that. And we have the police being this other force. And also, right. I guess, a person who knows what he does, but not what he is. Yes. I all, Yes, absolutely. And the once she reveals herself to be a cop, mm-hmm. all of their scenes make way more sense. So much more sense. Like, their dynamic makes sense. And they're all of it. Like, I'm okay. I'm in. Mm-hmm. They don't have any chemistry, though. They have no chemistry. None. And, and I'm like, this. these couldn't be the sides that she read to get cast. There's no. Because no, he was already cast. Yeah. So he was in. But, like, these couldn't have been her sides because you would never... It feels like... That's what it is. It feels like it was the first time she's seen the pages. Yeah. And she's just reading it. Yeah. And they're like, do, like, uh, let's do it at halftime now. Okay. <laughs> cool, guys. Like, it's yeah. so... That whole scene... And I we're supposed... Because he's acting. Yeah. But maybe it's angel acting. And then she's kind of acting, right? Because she's trying yeah. to find the killer. She's trying to find the killer. She's also drinking waters, I think. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. She should have just like a um, club soda with lime. Yep. Then you could be a gin and tonic. Or yes. Anything. Then you seem like. No, but she's just drinking water. Yeah, she's drinking water out of like those wine glassy waters. Water yeah. glasses. It was just like, I don't know. And he doesn't notice that she's drinking water. And maybe you're right. Maybe she was trying to arrest him, but like he's done nothing suspicious. He's other just, than talk to her. Maybe that's what makes her suspicious. Also, has she not noticed that here's the thing? And it does. I think that the demon is speeding up and that's part of what's mm-hmm. happening. But like, yeah. it's very easy for us to tell, OK, 
Two people hook up, one disappears. The next one hooks up with someone else. That, that person one disappears. disappears. Like, but you, you know should what? Be able the to, thing it's is, dominoes. But she's not looking at this. She's looking at this as there's one killer because mm-hmm. she doesn't know about You're supernatural right. things. That's true. Because remember, she thought it was the bartender the whole time. Yes. Yeah, like, true. come on, the fuck on. Are you serious? You thought it was the bartender the whole fucking time. Um, and do you recognize the bartender? Maybe you don't because you didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Oh, is the he in the bartender? That show? He is Joey Potter, who's Katie Holmes's character's sister's baby daddy i think they eventually get married oh but she's like his brother her brother okay great Good yeah so it's like so but he did not have a big part on dawson's creek like he never had a storyline so i wonder if i mean i wonder if it was like a hey we'll give you an episode of angel <laughs> keep you happy <laughs> don't abandon us um because uh, he's good he was great he's believable as a bartender he's he believable, believable as a demon yeah oh my god the scene where his he's bloody all over and still trying to hit on he's like he goes like on his forehead and his skin falls off that was i was just like just change your shirt Mm -hmm. just change your shirt um but his face is deteriorating yeah everything's deteriorating okay um did you notice the silver okay there's a seed and i don't know what i think they're just trying to show that's it this whole episode i can't tell what they're trying to tell me okay because it's a singles bar Mm mm-hmm and I would say 90% of everyone there is very attractive uh-huh. and seems to be having a good time. And then there's one shot where they show us like a dorky dude sitting alone at a table. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a pretty, but maybe a little older woman sitting alone at a table. Mm-hmm. And a guy in a silver shirt comes over and takes a chair. <laughs> like, what are you trying to tell us? Like, are you telling us this place is a lonely place? But yeah. everyone seems to be having a good time. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Well, here's the thing. Everyone seems to be having a good time. They're saying they're having a terrible time. Uh-huh. Everyone And everyone talks about how much they hate this bar. Kate goes there every day, but I guess she was trying to get a serial Everybody killer. goes there every, every day. day. Everyone's there every night. Like, what? <laughs> Why do you come here? Go, go to on a walk. I think the whole thing, right, is supposed to be kind of like this metaphor for like that singles bar is just like the pursuit in finding a partner. Okay. Do single. And then my other question. Do they exist? I don't know. Did they ever really exist? (laughs) I don't know. Because bars are bars. Right? Yeah. Is a singles bar an actual thing? Ladies night exists. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just naming things like this. I've never a actual a singles bar. I don't think so. You don't think it ever existed? Like I think it did exist this, at okay. some point, but not in not not certainly. Well, maybe now. I don't know. No, I think you and I would know about it. Yeah. Someone would have mentioned it. Yeah, like I mean, they're or like, maybe it's like a sad, embarrassing thing to go to one. Like, was it were people proud to go to a singles bar? Were people like excited to go, or was it like was it like the way not and Tinder is blown this shit up and now everybody's on it and it's cool mm-hmm. but was it the way like online dating was before tinder where people like weren't uh, weren't oh. talking about it like a lot of people were on okcupid or whatever but people weren't like, like on front street right okay yeah i'm thinking of like um even before okcupid i'm thinking yeah, like, of match. like match uh like 10 years ago yes. match when like you because yeah. like obviously millions of people were on it but like people didn't say like hey i'm on match Whereas I think now the stigma has gone down a lot. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. Um, It's totally gone down. But like, so I wonder if it was like a thing that people did go to the singles bar, but you wouldn't tell your friends. Maybe. I I think they are like the blockbuster, though, where they're like obsolete because of the online. Yeah, it's like a blockbuster. You go in, you flip through some titles. Yeah. You find the one that the cover looks good to you. You Are you disappointed? Are you happy? Take it home for (laughs) three to five nights. (laughs) Three to five nights. It starts to cost you if you forget about it. Um, but yeah, but did you see Silver Shirt? 
Do you I remember the shit? Him. Okay. I took a picture of it. He's a very active extra. No, he's just has the worst looking shirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, like, uh, and what is the, again, I don't understand why you would take a picture or why you would do a whole scene. Look at this really cute girl. Oh, my God. And he's like, hey, can my we get this chair <laughs> oh my to God. go sit with other people? Ugh. Yeah, I might have to, that's a bad shirt. It's a really bad shirt. It's um, like LeMay. It's LeMay. He's and wearing a LeMay shirt. And he's... Be- to a singles bar? To a singles bar. Ugh. Like, I just... Thirsty. <sighs> yeah, very thirsty. Um, yeah. Uh, and Angel is going around asking people if they need rescuing. Angel is... I get it. He doesn't... So we didn't really see how awkward he was around... I mean, we didn't really get how awkward he was around people when he was on Buffy. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was barely social. Yep. And so he would only, like... We never saw him really... He wasn't talking to strangers, like, ever. Mm-mm. We talked to Buffy and her friends. And he was kind of awkward around Buffy's friends. Yeah, no. He was all business when he could be. Yeah. But here, he's so awkward. He's so awkward. I thought that was... I mean, that was a charming move, I guess, right? To make him seem more they humanize him a little they do i think they make him a little klutzier than they need to and they like but it's also like if david boreanis circa season one angel yeah. walked into a singles bar do you know how much trouble you would have talking to women no none be, he wouldn't even have to all talk. you have to do is just sit there at yeah. the bar and woman after woman would come up to him tell him if they need rescuing yeah like that's i think part of it too is i'm like use what you have sir yeah i don't but here's the thing remember uh doyle's like have you ever looked in a mirror oh no he doesn't yeah. know what he looks like so can you not see yourself in any reflective surface at all? I don't all? know. I tried to figure out if we could see him in the video camera. I think you can. You can. So you can take pictures of vampires. Yeah. Okay. But that uses mirrors. I know. Ugh. Um, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, magic. Magic. So Kate drinks water at the bar every night. She dresses. That was the other thing. And I think it was because she's undercover. But her dress in that first scene is, like, not a night dress. Mm-mm, that no, is a day, day dress. dress. She is going to, like, Easter brunch. Yeah. In that dress. <laughs> like, it's, like, white with, like, reddish, pinkish yeah. flowers Oh, on also, it. okay. Yes, the girl at the beginning who's trying to date sexy Simon Rex. That smooth guy at the beginning. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Not that Simon Rex isn't sexy. No offense, Simon <laughs> Rex. Sorry. No offense. But he just he gave me that vibe. Right, 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 right. Um... Everyone calls is, is like mean about her. They call her dowdy. She's so cute. She's so pretty. She's like nice. Yeah, she seems perfectly nice. I didn't under. Everyone's so mean at this bar. For everyone yeah. being so like desperate and awful. Maybe they're just desperate and awful because they're awful. All right. Though I will be. If you think about your own experience, and maybe you have no experience, but it's your experiences or your friends' experiences with online dating, people are also mean in that way too. People bitch about it constantly. Really. People. Or, like, if you ever been to a bar when someone, like, pulls up their Tinder and you, like, swipe as a group? Oh, that, yeah. I've, I've actually gets, done that, that shit, on someone else's phone. Yeah. I was like, that shit fun. gets catty fast. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe it's that. It's like, I, re- I resent your you for being openly single because I have problems with my own, with myself. Yes. But yeah. still. But also. No one is happy to be there. People this, are dying. Yeah, people are dying. People are dying, disappearing, yet they keep coming back. To this horrible bar that everybody yeah. hates. Like, so the architecture of that bar is pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It, it was a really like tall. Like, yeah. It was a very uh, like something you'd see in downtown LA yes. these days. Um, but it just 
felt like and everyone was just saying very like noiry things you know like yeah. they just be like you know in a place like this the line not a lot of last names in a place like this i want like, if i were i'd be like is there a camera like why are you talking like that there's no way reason for you to talk that way yeah it's such a cheesy the thing is i would buy i don't know if i would buy i would i would buy that line if it was more on genre like if the entire thing was yeah. like extremely noir right but it's not I and mean, it mm-hmm. is but it isn't well that bar doesn't feel no that bar does not feel noir that bar, that bar is no a, a dive bar is noir yes this bar I don't I don't even it's I like don't a even. circle of hell this bar <laughs> yes well it reminds me of like the places that we used to go to for um uh when I was in law school we had these things called bar reviews okay which is just they would rent out a bar oh, and cute. we would go okay um and our entire school would go mm-hmm. it's like a pun yeah like you're reviewing for the bar but you're going to a bar anyway it's like when you call a bar the library and then you say, I'm going to the library. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's real funny. It's funny. Everyone loves it. Um, but there were a lot of bars like that where it was like, um, like that same kind of architecture where it's like mm-hmm. very tall, tall ceilings, uh, open center and okay. then like side balcony type yeah. things. Um, but also everyone was miserable. And yeah. Yeah. So I think the misery of this place, I think is part of, what this the sh- the episode's supposed to be about in terms mm-hmm. of like loneliness i don't i don't know man it just it didn't a bunch of people die and i didn't care about any of them no i mean i will say the thing of like spooning and using spooning as a way for your demon to like pop out of your chest and yeah. sneak into someone's back that was pretty like cool yeah i could have watched 10 more scenes of that yeah <laughs> no it was, it was pretty cool it was also like the the like the clear like uh, sexual metaphor was there, yeah. but it's so I was like, it was like something from True Blood or something. Yeah, it was so like it, visceral. It, and gross. Yeah, it was very, very visceral. I liked that guy though. Which one? The guy that fights Angel. The bartender. That actor was good. No, the guy before, the dorky one that gets oh yeah, yeah, yeah. turned by the blonde. Yeah, dowdy. I also one. liked the idea too that like this everyone could become the the seductress. Or the mm-hmm. seducer, like that, it wasn't. Yes, I know um, exactly what you're yeah. saying. That it wasn't like something inherent in them. It was like the demon could take. Like, is everyone has that power if they can unlock lock it in themselves? Yeah, yeah. Well, and anyone can fall victim to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, given the right promises, anyone can yep. fall prey to the promise of love. I guess Absolutely. or connection at least and they keep saying connection they keep saying connection there's also a lot of like people reflecting back to the other person what that other person wants to hear which at the beginning because I haven't seen this this is not an episode I rewatch very much no me either um, in the beginning I thought the demon was reading her mind mm. when he when they're in the bar and he's like just looking for that person and and she's like that's exactly how I feel and then he would like pause for a second and then he would say another thing to her and she'd be like mm. I know exactly and I was like is he reading her mind but he wasn't Maybe it's just that everyone wants the same thing. So, uh, I mean, though, I will say when she was talking to the kind of nerdier guy uh later, she was talking him up. Mm -hmm. It was less about like looking for this person in connection and more like you're special. 
And I don't know why other people don't appreciate you. You know what it is? Maybe it's just that this is like kind of fucked up, but like that people are easy to read and manipulate. Yeah. Like all you need to know, like people want like what, like 10 different things. Like, yeah, uh, no, some combination of 10 different things. Totally. So it's like, well, okay, what do you want? You want uh, to feel special? You're afraid of being ordinary. Great. I'm going to work with that. Yep. And you can easily manipulate people. I was actually watching after I watched weird TV yesterday. So I watched (laughs) these episodes and then I watched the pilot of The Leftovers. Oh, how was it? It was good. I it heard was, that show was good. It's uh, very like, uh, it might be too much for me to watch too many episodes oh, really? in a row. Uh, but I like it. Okay. Um, But there's a scene where a guy is, everything is so, like, I could be even saying this wrong, but from what I could tell of what was happening, <laughs> a dude is driving another dude to meet the leader of a cult. Okay. Great. Um, And he's like, you know, after you meet the leader, like, it will, it will feel, it will like heal your, heal the burning inside you. And the guy's like, you say that to everybody. He's like, no, some people, I'll tell them it will f- heal their abandonment. They won't feel so abandoned. And the guy, it was just like such a thing uh, of like, yeah, no, like everybody, people are that simple. Yeah. Like it, you could break them dead. Like people want, uh, especially like people want w- one of a few things mm-hmm. and you can tell them. People either want to stand out and be special and remembered or they want to be, uh, accepted mm-hmm. and loved and cherished um they want to they want to be forgiven sometimes they want to be forgiven everyone wants to be told that they're doing the right thing everyone wants to be told that they're okay yep and that yeah yeah everybody i mean it feels good to be told that you know that song marry me by saint vincent there's a line many different many different people Want to make love, make friends, make peace with death. Yeah. But most of all, they want to win the game they came to win. They want to come out ahead. Yeah. That's true. It's true. Well, because we all are kind of trapped in our own psyches. Mm-hmm. But we all want that connection. We want that connection, but we want it. Yeah. But, but we're still only going to be inside our own head. Exactly. We want... Because the connection is only going to affect what we take in from it. Yeah. So, like, cool. I guess there's a part of Lonely Hearts that probably is true to the feeling of being disconnected. Yeah. I think I think that there was a good intention there with Lonely Hearts. Because mm-hmm. everyone is looking for that. Yeah. For connection and, mm-hmm. and looking for acceptance from someone else. Everyone's looking for acceptance from others. It just differs about, like, what, what the they thing want. Yeah. they want acceptance from on um also doyle has computer skills doyle has oh my god and cordy does not i don't no. know how she graduated high school in 1999 mm-hmm. as a hunt and peck typist yeah my mom types like that yeah it's tough like i think if you were born as like i do think age mm-hmm. is where i start to forgive you mm-hmm. but like yeah dude even if you fake, even if you're not, like, I'm not a touch type. I can't, like, I can't flawlessly type like, with my eyes closed. Yes. But, you, yeah, you should. Mm. I know, apostrophe. Where's the apostrophe? Sometimes I forget where the slash is. Down. Down Wait. to the right. No, no, then I forget where the backslash is. Okay, because you're the, Cause the one, forward slash. Yeah, I was like, the one slash is, oh, I know where that shit is. Isn't so the easy. backslash it's like up, up, in, left? up left somewhere? But I have to like look. I can't. If yeah. you were like types three slashes, I would have to look. 
I mean, I could try, but it would just be like pushing in the upper left hand <laughs> corner somewhere. I also almost never use the right shift key. Oh, interesting. I pretty much always use the left one. I lean hard on the right. I wonder if it's handedness. I'm right handed. I'm left handed. Oh my God. <laughs> write in and let us know if you <laughs> which shift key you prefer um um okay we've already talked about but my favorite thing is when angel tries to save them yes. with the grappling hook and fails and yeah. then kate just shoots the door off yeah and again they get so much more interesting and engaging yeah once they are like once she it's clear that she's a detective and she knows that he or she thinks he's a serial killer but then knows he's investigating the same thing yeah like it's like boom done and then there's just like there are those other layers in there of still deception Mm -hmm. and also like competing uh means to their goals um because she's like you know we need to trust each other so i'm a cop and he's like cool um i'm a guy (laughs) and (laughs) well and then he's like i'm uh a private investigator more or less yeah and she's like what's your li- let me see your license and he's like that's the, that's last, part. the last part that was good it was and I mean, yeah so she doesn't know he's a vampire she doesn't no. really know about any kind of supernatural she, yeah things. she doesn't seem to see what we all see mm-hmm. which that's fair i mean that's fair she she hasn't been in the hell mouth she right no um so yeah so angel has a team of two other people mm-hmm. they are both taking migraines messages mm-hmm. and cordelia is trying to get walk-ins yeah she wants the money yeah when she was passing out those cards at the bar i mm-hmm. liked that oh my god so when those guys are being so awful to cordelia remember they're like they she's a hooker, hooker yeah. and that he's her pimp Ugh, those guys were the worst they were terrible yeah it was pretty i was hoping she was gonna hit them mm-hmm. that like i wanted her to throw a drink on them or something i wanted her to hit them um i liked actually so we were kind of touched on this before but when the bartender is like freaking out because he's like i've got to mm-hmm. get into a new body now yeah um and he like bonks kate the cop yeah. on the head and just is like all business he's like yeah. i'm gonna transfer right now like that like panic i liked that yeah and how he like rips open the back of her shirt is thwarted Yes. Um. And then when he's running around, he's got his face is coming oh, off. Oh, so it's just setting. more and more coming yeah. off. Shirt is so bloody, and that panic to find that connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a very like people do start to get really panicky. Yeah. When they feel like I don't know if they're getting too old or if mm-hmm. they've struck out too many times or whatever, people think their time is running out. Sure. So I thought that I liked that part. Yeah, I really that was the tension in that. So like, I feel like the second half of this episode was way stronger than the first half. Yeah, I was completely not invested. Yeah. We also have in this episode the first. I mean, our last message from the powers that be was like, "Be here, this person, do it." This message was, "Go to a dance club, go to a just bar, go to this bar." Which starts to be like, "Who are these powers that be? What are they trying to do? Mm-hmm. Why can't they give us better information? What is up?" Which is an interesting and also feels more noir, like the the idea of like the power dynamic of like. They're going to give you what you need, but not what you want. And they're mm-hmm. not, no one's really looking out for you. Right. Like they should have sent Angel like this. Like yeah. they know what's up. Just yeah. tell Angel what demon to look for. He'll find him and kill him. Mm-hmm. But instead they give these like mysterious flashes. Like, come on, dude. And it's just the flashes of a bar. Of a bar. Of people dancing, which nobody was dancing at this bar. No. People <laughs> so, were sitting alone at tables or sitting <sighs> at the bar. 
this is the saddest bar in the world. It was a very. Would you go bar. to a singles bar? Uh, like this kind. That kind. No. No. What? That looks fucking depressing, <laughs> man. I feel like in the world of Tinder, you don't even need it. No. You can, you, you wanna, can have yeah. all that anywhere all, you go. Yeah, everywhere all day. You carry it in your pocket. 24-7. Yeah, no. It's not a last name kind of place. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <gasps> uh, I'm glad we live in modern times. Me too. Um. Also, Cordelia unwittingly insults Doyle mm-hmm. by saying she finds demons gross. Yeah. But she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's never, she hasn't actually met any of the demons that like skirt the line between That's good and true. evil. Um, Except for Angel. Right. Angel. It, but that's because of a curse. But I mean, she right. hasn't, she didn't meet that guy that Faith killed in Buffy. Right. That, like, there are non evil demons. She just. Yeah. Hasn't met them. She hasn't met them. And it's true if she saw uh, Doyle's other form, she'd probably be grossed out. She would. She would. He looks like one of those trees. Have you seen those trees that have all the thorns on them? I don't think so. All over. They're covered in thorns. But they look like Doyle? Yeah, they look like Doyle. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll see one and you'll know. I'll see a you'll Doyle. Like, Doyle? <gasps> um, the transitions in this show are really jarring. Yeah. I don't need them like that. I also, okay, as much as I love the ending in the convertible because it makes me think of Entourage, makes me go, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The theme is pretty... Not the mu- the music is great, but the yeah. the thing of people crying and looking yeah. up to yeah. the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. like it's so self serious. And the show, I think, like goes the line between self serious and playful. So, mm-hmm. Like the show does a good job of it, especially as we go on. But that theme, at least these first two episodes, it's like, oh, oh, golly. Yeah, it's a little much. It's just, it's, it's so with the much. strings, and you're just like, oh. Da, 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 da. Yeah, with yeah, with the people like Ugh, yeah, it's crying. Like, come on, it's just so like, and that's the thing. It's hard to be tongue in cheek in an opening sequence. You know what I mean? Like, or in a yes. in a, at least when you have that fucking music and you right. have <laughs> these people crying and him driving in a car and then his silhouette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is. This episode of the show. That's this episode, and that's these episodes of the show. That's these episodes. Um, it's kind of a slow start, mm-hmm. but we have so much good stuff ahead of us. Yeah, and it will. I. I it's going to take us a little while to get to some of the best stuff, but yeah. I. I am excited to continue this journey with Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Yeah, I I like what we've seen of him mm-hmm. now that he's more of a real person than yeah. just a specter. Um, and I'm excited to see his interactions with Cordelia because we didn't really see how they maneuver no, each other. Not at all. In Buffy. No. Well, they they had a buffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, and honestly, I have not done an every episode rewatch of Angel in quite a while. So for me, this is kind of okay. going to be different. Cool. I would skip this shit. Yeah, I usually do too. I think the last time I watched a full was sophomore year of college. Yeah. Was the full Angel redo. And then um, I was like, I don't need this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the next episodes of Angel that we will do are In the Dark and I Fall to Pieces. Okay. Um, if you guys are following along on the Hellmouthy train, next week's app is 
uh, the episodes Harsh Light of Day and Fear Itself, episodes three and four of Buffy season four. Great. Awesome. Um, thanks so, so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, we're excited to start this spinoff cast about a spinoff show. Um, yeah. It'll be fun. It's like spinoff squared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, bro. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to that say different, something different no, than our bye. No, we can't do bye. We can't do, we can't do bye. So we got to say something different. We, what is so angel of us? Just to disappear and not okay. say goodbye. All right, guys. Goodbye. goodbye.